0: Fiked up with mellow and big country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Like you said, Mellow and Big Country here today with you going over Big Country's power rankings. Yes, sir. That are not as
1: controversial
0: as they used to be. That's good. It's kind of boring not being able to read through all of the uh, comments. So maybe just go tell him that he's wrong so I can get a nice chuckle. But we'll also look at the NBA season, which tipped off last night, and a little bit of controversy in baseball As well, maybe even get into a little bit of robot umpire talk. But let's do start off with a a couple notes for you. We will be in Nashville, Tennessee this weekend, tailgating for the Titans and Chiefs game. Very excited to be there. Uh, We will get to town um, Friday night. Mm -hmm. We're going to boot, scoot, and boogie. Yes, sir. We will also be there Saturday. Saturday is supposed to be the take it easy night. That's what we say. is usually the kiss of death. Yep. So wait, so we're going to go
1: hard on Friday, take easy Saturday, and then...
0: Just a nice little Sunday. <laughs> right. Nice little Sunday. Yeah,
1: we we uh, take a nice little Sunday when it comes to tailgating, for sure. It's going to be... Always. Yeah. Light I adult beverages, responsible. Sure.
0: Yeah. Um, but we will be in Nashville, so if we do have any of our listeners there, hit us up. Would love to grab a beer with some of you guys, or, or maybe not, but we will anyway. And also, another tailgate that we do have planned, maybe more for our local listeners... Uh, is we're getting back to my alma mater, Pitt State. We're going to be doing a tailgate there on November 6th. So if you are in the area or remotely close, we will have free hot dogs and free, uh, we're calling them beverages. Free beverages. Beverages, for sure. If you got it. The adult The adult kind. Yes, that's me winking, if you can't tell. But join us for that one. Again, that will be November 6th. You can find it on our social media as well. But let's get into a little bit of NFL news before we go to your power rankings. Right when we sat down today, the Cleveland Browns announced that Case Keenum is going to be their starter on Thursday night. I think that's a big difference maker. The Browns will play on Thursday night. So Baker Mayfield, unable to go with that shoulder injury that just looks like it keeps getting worse and worse for him. Mm-hmm. The Browns finally decide, okay, short week. Maybe we don't play him against the Broncos. I believe that's who they play. Uh, I I like this move. I, I think when you have a quarterback out there who's so being banged up that maybe it's just time to finally give him some rest. See if that shoulder can recover. Not take any more hits on it. Case Keenum going to be the starter Thursday night.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially... You said they're playing the Broncos, correct? I believe so. Like... It's the Broncos at this point. They started off strong, all right, against the Jets, Giants, and Jaguars. And now at this point, we've seen the Broncos completely fall apart. We don't even know who their quarterback is going to be moving forward. Is Teddy Bridgewater okay? Is his, is his foot still – is he still dealing with that pain? He mentioned something after uh, the last game that when he threw a touchdown, I believe to know a fan, his foot went numb right when he went to throw it. So – At this point, we're really looking at Teddy Bridgewater and, like, are you good to play right now? And if you're not, it's – I mean, I guess it's fine because you have Drew Locke there. Now, can he step up and be the guy for you? But if you're Cleveland, like, yeah, this is the game that Baker gets the extra rest because Kareem Hunt's dealing with an injury. He got card off the field last game. Uh No Nick Chubb in this. No Chubb either. Thank you. No (laughs) Chubb. No No, Chubb. No. no So it's just it's not looking good for the Browns offensively with the injuries that they're dealing with to their key players and what kind of what gets that team moving. But the defense needs to step up too because they had a bad week Mm -hmm. against Arizona uh, on Sunday. So maybe this is the game where you kind of get everything rolling again. You reset everybody, even if you know Baker Mayfield's not out there with you.
0: The line right now is minus three for Cleveland. They usually change those pretty fast. I was looking at it on ESPN. So we'll see what happens with that one. We'll preview it a little bit even tomorrow when we get into our Thursday episode. But I I do think that maybe the Browns better off this week with uh, how banged up Baker Mayfield has been. I know a lot of people have been debating that online. And if you think Case Keenum can come in and be the guy, if you can get these running backs going Hopefully, yeah, Uh, or, you know, maybe you just have to take one on the chin and say, you know what? We're not a hundred percent. We're going to go out there and give it our best uh, against the Denver Broncos right now. The Browns sit at three and three. I think it was Kay Adams. I saw a tweet out yesterday that if the season ended right now, the Browns, the Steelers and the Chiefs would all be out of the playoffs. Holy crap, Mm -hmm. which is the Browns,
1: Chiefs and Steelers. Mm hmm. Steelers, I've been okay with, but like to hear the Browns and Chiefs. So
0: oh, that's pretty, right. I mean, those are two of the top eye-opening. teams coming yeah. into the season. So I, I think that's just a little interesting thing. I, I saw her getting a little bit of pushback on that one too. But it just goes to show how tough the AFC is going to be. Yep. When you have teams like the Browns and the Chiefs that are sitting there at three and three. Yeah. And on the outside looking in to the playoffs, still a lot of season left. But it is. It's just so loaded on the AFC side of things. It's like the Western Conference in basketball. That's where all the good teams are. They are yeah. all in the AFC. I mean, when you look at the your power rankings, even, uh, I think it's clear to see that, you know, there are a lot of teams on the AFC side of things yeah. that are very good. But number one on your list is the Arizona Cardinals, a team that um, <clears throat> I've talked a little bit about. <laughs> I get it. Like, I don't disagree with your rankings, though. I don't know that the Cardinals are as good as their record is. Yeah. But I, I do think that you probably have to put them first. Nobody's playing better than them right now.
1: Yeah, and I mean, they're just, they've are just they been unstoppable in a way. You know, the offense can move the ball down the field with absolute ease, and the defense can get to the quarterback and wreak havoc. I mean, we saw them start week one against Tennessee. What? They had like five sacks, or Chandler Jones had five Chandler sacks Jones right did. off the jump. And in this past weekend, I mean, J.J. Watt is still playing at a very high level. Buda Baker's flying all over the field. The defense looks good. It's just at a point right now, can they keep it up? Like That's my only question with him is, does at some point it start to crumble? Or can Kyler Murray stay consistent for the whole year? Because it was last year, not necessarily around this point, but a couple weeks before where we saw him have a strong start. We're like, ooh, here's a sophomore jump. There's sophomore MVP type of season. Now, I mean, maybe it was just a junior jump. That's what he needed. You know what I mean? A little double J action. He's
0: a little short. Maybe it took him
1: a while to get there. It might have, you know, just a little bit longer. But, I mean, the dude's playing very well, and you love to see it. I mean, A.J. Green's getting in the mix. If you're a Cardinals fan. You love to see it. I don't love to see it. I don't really care. care. (laughs) I'm more just aggravated that a dude at that size can be so good at football. How tall do you think he is? Like 5'8". I bet he's 5'8". Yeah. I think they listed. He's a little fucking Zach Efron running around out there. <laughs> Zach Efron short? Oh yeah, dude. All those guys. Like I remember being in middle school, seeing all these like popular dudes. Girls have posters on their lockers, in their lockers, carrying around in magazines. Like, oh my god, these guys are just so good looking. I was like, babe, I'm the same height as them. Granted, I look like a you know freaking chipmunk because I'm getting ready to hit growth spurt. And my cheeks are chubby as hell. But it's just part of it. Still there, actually. Still got the old chipmunk <laughs> cheeks.
0: Yeah Clearly you're better but looking But anyways My Zach whole point my, Is that No no you're no getting No no, no Not at Poll of the all day. Not at all better it was just <laughs> Big country Or no, Zach t- I take that back Zach, You lose that battle Every
1: time hey, buddy Zach's a good looking dude He's got it going on Yeah
0: Yeah He had a couple pictures released. But it's just
1: My whole point was They're all short Like all these guys
0: That these girls Just like swoon over They're all short dudes mm-hmm. I've been on the bumble I've seen the like Don't swipe right If you're not six feet tall Yeah That's a tough look for me I'm 5'11 Yeah for I sure. come in just under that. <laughs> so it's hard it. out here living.
1: I love it when girls that are now on TikTok and it's like, oh, he said he was six foot. I'm 5'11". Hmm. Turns out he was five eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are a lot of guys that like will claim five eleven. Uh-huh. It's like no, boo, you're five nine. Yeah, like stop trying to push the boundaries of five eleven. I've even had people tell me like, no, you're definitely six feet tall. It's like, yeah I've looked at the tape measure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. but um, I, 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 I marked my 5'11". wall Putting tape measure. I think up to I it. could get away with saying I'm six feet tall, and not many people would be like, eh, I don't think so. Yeah, you'd be close. Yeah, you could get away. With I'm that. like five eleven and a half, for sure. But. I don't want to be that guy, so I say 5'11". Just round it down, just in case. Yeah, play it safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I undersell. Exactly. <laughs> Big expectations. Yeah.
1: Undersell, oh over-deliver. My gosh,
0: I can't believe it was actually six. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I know. That's <laughs> how you do it. Yeah, I'm just going to undersell myself. Baby, you better believe I'm going to over-deliver. Number two on your yep, list. The Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Bills. <laughs> I'm surprised to see them number two on your list still uh, after suffering a loss this weekend.
1: Yeah, I just... It was one loss, and it was a close game. You know, it was the one question mark that I had on the Bills. Can they slow down the running game of the Tennessee Titans? And that answer was no, they couldn't. I mean, Derrick Henry had himself a hell of a game, but he's had himself a hell of a game every week this season. So I didn't want to punish the Bills too much. And then when I looked at who the Rams and the Bucks played, they played awful NFC East teams. So I'm not going to give them any extra credit over that on beating teams that they should with absolute ease. So the Bills weren't going to be punished anymore for, for losing that game, with it being as close as it was and Josh Allen slipping, getting hit low on that last fourth down conversion that they failed to get.
0: Yep, and I think when you look at the AFC, they're still a big-time Super Bowl favorite. Oh, yeah. Uh, out of the AFC. Uh, other teams playing very well, too, but when I'm looking at them, they're still, I, I think, a top team. Yep. You lost a game. Uh, I know that it sucks. I mean, they fought, and they were close, so it wasn't like they got their ass kicked and they should drop far. So even I can get on board with that one having the Bills at number two, still a terrifying team. Maybe I'm just still reminiscing over what they did to the Kansas City Chiefs, but I still think the Bills, very good. And then you have the Rams coming in at number three.
1: Yep, the Rams, the Rams at three and the Bucks at four. They haven't moved. I think they've stayed in the same spot the last couple of weeks, actually, just because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're beating teams that they should. Actually, I had the Rams fall because they lost a couple weeks ago. But it's it's just one of those deals where you look at it and it's like, yeah, they're still really good at freaking football. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. defense can get stops. Offense can move the ball down the field. They're having a lot of fun. Matthew Stafford is playing lights out. Tom Brady.
0: No look past Matt Stafford.
1: Yeah, Oh, man, speaking of that, I hate every time he does something or another quarterback in the NFL does anything. They're like, do you see Patrick, how I baited you? On if that Patrick like- Mahomes did this, everybody would talk oh, okay. about it. Then fucking talk about it. Interact with the tweet because when we see Mahomes, it's like, okay, this dude is running all the way to his right, and the play didn't even count. Granted, I do get it. Every social media whatever entity yeah. out there is posting about that. Patrick Personality, throw, uh, yeah. company. And then when we get to Matthew Stafford, it's like, oh, man, if this was Patrick Mahomes. Like, don't discredit Matthew Stafford's talent by comparing the recognition that Patrick Mahomes gets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's how I view that. Like, show some love to Matthew Stafford. If you don't like the recognition that he's not receiving, then give him that recognition and stop talking about the other person. I you think don't have to include really Patrick
0: Mahomes in that. To look at, like, some of these guys. Like, if you do tweet out something about Mahomes or LeBron, mm-hmm. it's going to get more interactions. Yeah. And uh, – for a lot of these places, you know, if you see, like, ESPN put something on their Instagram, they want interactions. Yeah. What gets interactions? LeBron James gets interactions. Boy, does Patrick it. Mahomes does. And, you know, put a clip of him out there doing something, he's going to get interactions. It, yeah. You know, it, Matt Stafford's still a great quarterback. That but, throw was awesome, though. I mean, that, that was, was that
1: was a very true no-look. I think when we look at Mahomes' no-look throw against the Ravens, it was uh, – I'm
0: not looking, but like it's as like I'm a, getting ready to release, it's like, mm-hmm.
1: oh, okay, I'm on target. Right, Matthew Stafford's like, I don't fucking care.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's kind of looking in the direction. It's like you're not dead-eyed looking at yeah. your receiver, but with Matt Stafford, it was like, I ah, fuck it, he's over there somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cooper Cup, <laughs> Cooper Cup down there somewhere, <laughs> and then he scores <laughs> off of it. Like that was, and then he kind of runs in with ease. So I was like, oh shoot, that defense really had no idea where that that's, ball was uh, That's my dude. It's Cooper Cup. Oh, I thought you said Matthew. I was like, "What's the win?" Cooper Cup is though, and I am riding You've those boys him. on fantasy.
1: You've liked Cooper Cup since he came in as a rookie.
0: Yeah, since Eastern Washington. Yeah. <laughs> now to watch him pay off, and uh, I never thought Jared Goff was like a terrible quarterback. I was never like a. Oh, oh nice He's Dan very cable, good. <laughs> uh, he might actually be bad though, because now watching Matt Stafford in this offense, uh, it it's different i mean, Sean McVay's just, I remember when, you the know, trade he's happened. nipping so hard.
1: He's in this pool every day with no shirt on
0: <laughs> nipping. Yeah. He just, it was just so Excited. much excitement. Yeah. <laughs> he just can't just, even control what's <clears throat> going on with his body right now. Yeah. Uh, probably so, but it does. When that trade happened, I thought you probably gave up too much for Matt Stafford. He's probably not that much better than Jared Goff. I don't know if you gave up enough. <laughs> like,
1: they do there. It's going to be the
0: Cowboys, the Rams or the Bucks out of the, out of the yep. NFC. Well, in the AFC, sticking with your fifth team, you do have the Ravens yep. who are just ahead of the Cowboys. Yep. All Welcome right. to the top 5, Baltimore Ravens. How does that feel for you? Uh how does that make you You know, Honestly. last year,
1: last year I would have been really upset. It would have been a hard pill to swallow. This year, I'm okay because Lamar Jackson is doing all of it. I mean, it's any bit of success coming from this Ravens team is Lamar Jackson. And I have a buddy who's a Ravens fan, and he was asking me the other day, he's like, pff. I have a buddy who's a Ravens fan. He was like, dude, no love for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, man. Like, pff, they just picked up a huge win. They demolished the Chargers. You're right, they yep. did. That defense played great, and Lamar Jackson is just unstoppable right now. Yep. So, yeah, they're going to be I in mean, the top five,
0: even with all these
1: injuries. I was like going to say, Watkins, can you imagine
0: what it's going to be like if they get healthy? Well,
1: Like, Sammy Watkins I don't think will. No, but, but I mean, like, so even on the defensive side, like, they lose J.K. Dobbins. Like, he's gone for the year. Like, Marcus Peters, gone for the year. Defense is still playing fine. They're, the Ravens are still able to run the ball very well without J.K. Dobbins. But it now makes me wonder: Hey, if J.K. Dobbins was in this mix, mm-hmm. who are they not like? I mean, who they're are they lost, losing um,
0: to? We didn't talk about it this week, but Ronnie Stanley also out for the year. Oh, I didn't see he was out for the year. Yeah, that one's gonna be. But I mean, here's tough. the thing: They're
1: playing fine. He didn't play last year either.
0: Orlando Brown scooted mm-hmm.
1: over the left tackle. Now that's why he's in Kansas City playing it. Mm-hmm. Like, pff, maybe you don't need to be paying Ronnie Stanley.
0: I think they might have already, but I. I, get I mean, point yeah, like, it's just like ah, things shit. are going pretty well yep. there. Anyway, and again,
1: all credit to Lamar Jackson. My only question with him, though, is like, how long can he sustain it? Because like, that's a lot of pressure, and that's a lot of being the guy every single week yeah, that has lost. to lead yeah. your team and make the play. Mm-hmm. Can his body catch up to it? That's my biggest thing. Next up, though, like you said, the Dallas Cowboys. They are at six. They're playing good. I actually had to move down a cup or move down a spot because I thought the Ravens. The way they've been playing is just – it's so much better. And the way they beat the Chargers. Yeah, exactly. Chargers are a top team as well. And then the Cowboys, like, yeah, you beat the Patriots, but for games to come down to the wire like that, like, you just got to find a way to put teams away. Like, you can't let anybody hang in there or even think that they have a chance. Like, a couple weeks ago against the Panthers, you almost kind of slept up and let them come back in the fourth quarter after having, like, back-to-back interceptions. in the third, you got to you, – what is it? Coach, you say in high school, you got to have that killer mentality. What's you got to put the foot on the what's throw. What's
0: that thing my trainer used to always say? Just, just. – just be prepared.
1: Just be prepared. Yeah, that's train- Yeah, that's what he always says. What's Coach <laughs> say? Just put your foot on the throat. The killer mentality. The Cowboys need to find that. You got to have it.
0: Yeah, and I, I do think that's important, especially with the Cowboys because they are still a young team. I know that like we've known about Dak and Zeke and these guys for a long time. They're still pretty young yeah. in the league. You know, even like their stars at receiver, young. Mm-hmm. Offensive line is a little bit age, but uh, still, I do think it's important. There's something about learning how to win and how to put teams away. And it feels like the Cowboys are starting to figure that out. Like, maybe they haven't conquered it yet, but yeah. they are starting to figure it out and, and what it means to close out games. And then a couple teams to end out your top ten here. Uh, you have the Packers coming in at seven, mm-hmm. Titans at eight, and Chargers at nine. And the new addition, Cincinnati Bengals, yes, some, sir. somehow sitting at four and two, They just make the top ten. You better look out. Tigers are coming in hot. It's the year? It's the Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals? Cincinnati Bengals. You, I'm about to look at their schedule. Do you think that's sustainable?
1: Um, I mean, they play Baltimore this next week. That's the, that's the true test. Yeah, I mean, it's like, who have you beat? And the thing is, their D, de- like, Jesse Bates is playing very good. Their safety. Logan Wilson, my senior bull dra- crush that I had a couple years ago, the linebacker out of Wyoming. I mean, he's been playing very well. So, it was like this defense is stepping up and making plays. It's not just the offense. But, like – you see the chemistry that Joe Burrow has with his receivers and everyone on this
0: team, and they're just clicking. So if it, thing it that just keep it nervous rolling. About the Bengals is they've beat no one good. You beat the Vikings, so
1: mm-hmm. like maybe they're okay. Yeah, and the Vikings the Vikings are one of those teams I know we might get into here in a little bit. No idea who they are this year. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. like two missed field goals away from freaking. Having two or having another two wins onto their yep. into the, and win the record.
0: week two the Bengals lose to the Bears I mm-hmm. don't think the Bears are good week three they beat the Steelers I don't think the Steelers are good Yep. then you beat the Jaguars you lose to Green Bay did play them close yep and then you beat the Lions you beat the shit out of the Lions we're <laughs> gonna find out a lot about this team on Sunday when they play the Ravens Bengals at Ravens yep uh, if they are a good team I be wish able to play they them would close. flex that into a Sunday night game. It would be very nice for us. Again, yeah. we will be in Nashville. I believe that's a noon kick. I well, believe it is. Yeah. So, have to keep up with that one. Maybe watch it later. But uh, Ravens hosting the Bengals. Find out a lot about them in big countries. Top 10. How about uh, some of your bottom feeders, though? There's a new number 32. Yeah. And it's the, are they the only team? That's d- defeated? Defeated. Yeah. The Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. Yeah. Just sitting there. In Even the head place. coach
1: coming out saying, "Hey, we just we need we need more out of Jared Goff." Mm-hmm. Not a good look. I believe we've heard Sean McVay say that same thing.
0: It does. It I don't is. Think you can look.
1: trade back for Matthew Stafford. Rams aren't going to accept snip, that, snap, that one. Snap, snip, snap. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> right here at the trade deadline. Like actually, we thought about it and we found a clause. Wouldn't that be cool if they put in like a clause that just they missed and like actually we have until the trade deadline to change our exactly <laughs> week eight. We want them back yeah he's good we thought about it and uh no uh <laughs> we don't we don't want to do that we're going to keep matt stafford we don't care if he's unhappy or not it will be interesting to also see what happens with jared goff uh because dan campbell did make some statements this week about maybe it's time to shake things up maybe needing a little bit more out of jared goff i don't know if dan campbell has looked at the depth chart <laughs> what are you gonna do bud
1: mm. and also
0: what do you expect him to do you have shit out there for receivers yeah and I mean, like they're not running the ball the way I thought they would. Well, no, I mean
1: DeAndre Swift. I mean, is he even is he still injured? I, is he's he playing? Like, I mean, that's the other thing about the Lions. We don't know. Like we get to Sunday and it's like, okay, here they go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is what the Lions have
0: always been, though. They get to a point in the year and everyone's hurt. Yeah, they against the Bengals and they lost this game big. The Detroit Lions they threw the ball forty two times, ran the ball eighteen times. So I get it being down. You kind of have to play catch up, and you start throwing the ball. But I, I really thought Old Kneecaps was going to come out and establish the run and get guys like DeAndre Swift going. Well, I, I mean, think you got to like,
1: find you got to find good knee biters. I mean, you mm-hmm. can't just have anybody be a knee biter. TJ Hawkinson, like that's you don't want you don't out. want a house cat being a knee biter. You need a lion. That's what you got. You got to go find that's more why lines. The lions. Exactly,
0: exactly. Uh, other teams in your bottom thirty or your bottom five here, the Texans. I think establishing themselves at number 31 is where they're going to stay until possibly the Lions win a game. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And then the Dolphins at 30. That's what a disappointing season. Dude, no. Especially after last year. I mean, where you were beating
1: teams in the NFC West, mm-hmm. significantly, like taking care of business, defense
0: was playing lights out. Now, it doesn't matter who your quarterback is. You guys stink. Yeah. With Tua, I think they got to figure out if he's – if he's their future quarterback or not. Yeah. I don't know if he is I'll tell you that an answer right now. Mm-mm. You don't think so? No. Uh, I do I, it's not even though know, he has pieces around him. Not a great run game, not a great offense. But the receivers are okay. Mike Gasey's a good tight end. So I don't he's almost to the point where we almost need to stop making excuses for him. Yeah. All right, bud, it's time to play. You know, you're a year and a half into this thing. It's time to do better. Jaguars come in at twenty nine for you up from 32, that'll happen when you win a game. And then, you know, teams like the Jets, the Falcons, the Giants, the kind of bottom feeders of the league. But you can check those out on Twitter. It's at underscore big country. Tweeted him out this morning. Uh, Find all of his power rankings there. All right, let's get to some of our great sponsors. Uh, Our first one of the day is always Gunspot. Go visit them at Gunspot.com. I can't wait to blow up some pumpkins at uh, maybe after... Maybe after Halloween, maybe before Halloween. Ooh. I'll tell you if I keep having this bee problem that I'm having, it's gonna be, dude. Like if you're out there, week. freaking shoot bees. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna shoot bees. I'm gonna get rid of the pumpkins. <laughs> Fuck you, bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I also have some goats behind my house. Maybe I could use those to get rid of the pumpkins. Okay, <laughs> it was like, oh man, I love those damn goats. Neighbors gonna be pissed. <laughs> yes i live in a town (laughs) hashtag midwest wait how many goats goats back there actually And sheep the neighbors behind me have goats and sheep
1: what's the different noises that a sheep and a goat makes do you know
0: uh you started to do it well i
1: think i did one like the bat Mm -hmm. but is that a sheep or is it a goat uh that's a sheep so what's the goat (laughs) that's a goat that actually was really good. I'm, I'm fucking
0: shocked. I don't <laughs> know why I'm so good at making a goat go. <laughs> you noise. just have conversations it's back there? <laughs> yeah. That's you just I get just drunk wake up in the morning and go talk to <laughs> them. <laughs> just finished up a new batch. Yeah. Get a couple cans. Goats. It is it's, it's nice though. They like they don't stink or anything like that. They don't? They don't. Or maybe nice. like it's just I have a good orientation of my house where I don't smell them. <laughs> I've never The way the wind blows, you don't even gotta worry about never it. Never smelled them though. Huh. Yeah. And uh, my daughters love them. 'em. They're just out there. Do they come right up to your fence? Doing their own damn thing. Uh huh. Man, what if they eat through your fence and then in our backyard? Then now I have a pet goat. I'm not slaughtering it, that's for sure. Well no. <laughs> I went, Fuck you goat or well, eating. Well I mean you. They, it's a it's a farm. They they come in and out. The, oh, oh, oh <laughs> Yeah. what do you think happened with them? Just, Did you hold on to them forever?
1: You just, yeah. I guess. <laughs> never really thought that through. Who's eating goats, dog? Uh, a lot of people. I don't know.
0: I don't. Goat cheese? Maybe they just. Yeah, but you got a whole.
1: I mean, how much cheese do you get out of one goat? Not very Man, much. Man, I never really thought that through. We had a goat farm growing up. We just. <laughs> what it's do you just because my. My family did. My mom just <laughs> wanted goats, dog. What do you think happened with them? Not that we just sent them off to get butchered. I just thought we were exchanging goats, breeding new ones. I really have no idea. What did he do with goats? Who eats goats?
0: <laughs> anyway, gunspot. I'm looking com. this up. Yeah, if you uh, need to slaughter your goats, don't probably, a, don't, don't probably don't. Don't use a knife. <laughs> I don't know what to search. Who eats goats? <laughs> is what you're. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of sports podcasts and shows that have the debates about you know, goats. The f- sorry, first, not thing, who any eats of them have this debate.
1: Someone I search who eats go I, I spelled ghosts. First off, wrong. <laughs> no one eats <laughs> <ghosts>. <laughs> But the first thing was like who eats G, and it said who eats guinea pigs. That would.
0: I so, okay, so I typed in, "Who eats G?" The first one that comes up for me is gorilla meat. No, no, Y'all sir. hunt gorillas. People no. eat gorillas. There's no way. Aren't they endangered? I don't know. You're a endangered if the you're the around them. is the most eaten meat in the world.
1: Have I been having a 6 ounce sirloin this whole time, thinking it was a cow, and it's fucking goat? <laughs> hey, times are hard, man. The pandemic. I don't you know, know if know. that's possible. It's not. I know everyone calls me big country. I didn't I freaking had goat farm. I had like seven goats. My little brother can make a baby goat scream like perfectly. It's hilarious. Cuz they're like bah!
0: Do you want to get into that, that one? That was
1: actually pretty good. But it's hilarious seeing a baby goat just scream like that cuz like you pick them up and they just freak out. So that's the scream.
0: Mhm.
1: What? I don't know. It's
0: just a weird statement to make. Why my little brother can make a baby goat scream like he can imitate the sound. Oh man, don't anyway. Any also, <laughs> Miners and Monroe, we will yeah. be teaming up with Miners and Monroe for our Pitt State tailgate. They're located in Pittsburgh, Kansas, or you can visit them online at minersandmonroe.com. Use code up 10 for 10% off at Miners and Monroe. Like I said, uh, we'll be partnering with them. For our Pitt State tailgate, I'm sure that Davey will – I'm not sure. Maybe he'll have some stuff out there, some merch for you guys to look at. But definitely go check them out because it's fantastic. I just got two new – I got a cardigan from there. You did. Not rocking it today, though. Um, I will say people either love it or hate it. Yeah. It's a bit of a new direction for myself to go cardigan. But I did it, and I like it, and it's very comfortable – I think I'm I think I'm ready to wear it out. I think tomorrow night we have uh third Thursday here in Joplin. It's a big social uh, event gathering. It's the last one of the year. Maybe I rock that cardigan. What say you? I mean I'm not going to. Yeah, it's that's Mike Cardigan.
1: A, my, Magic Johnson. I'm not going to be there.
0: <laughs> uh, but go check them out, at Miners and Monroe. What are, The ad breaks are always the weirdest part.
1: Yeah, and thank when you it's for like, reading okay. both of those. I know I was supposed to read Miners. I was still stuck on who's eating
0: goats. So, appreciate you. Maybe that's the next big country challenge. Uh, you wouldn't eat goat. Dude, I probably have
1: and don't even know it. I, I would have a no-thank-you bite. I would take a bite, and then after that, I'd be like, ah. No, thank you. I'm
0: good. I would eat go. Like, you've done some dumb shit, and you're like, no. What dumb <laughs> shit? I've done. I've ran
1: a 40. I've done a combine. That's pretty dumb, actually. Mm-hmm. And Let's I think jumped. about
0: what we just did. Here, bud. What are you talking about? You jumped through a table at a tailgate. Boy, and we're I. sore for four days. But you're like, <laughs> hey, oh, I'll have no, days. thank you, buddy. Dog, I'm still I'm sore.
1: Still <laughs> I bet sore. you could ground it up. And my neck has been so tight, dog. I think I whiplashed myself. Is I'm glad stressed? the table broke. or I would have broke my neck. Mm, that, if the
0: table great. didn't break, I would have broke. Uh, teams that also got broken last night: the <laughs> Brooklyn Nets. Uh, <laughs> Watch that game; it wasn't close. Milwaukee jumps out to a big lead, and then just kept it rolling. And we talked a little bit about Giannis; maybe he was finding a little bit of a shot. It, it did look like it uh, that he was hitting from the floor. We'll see if it's sustainable, or you know, it's just one game. And in the NBA, we got eighty-one more of these things, yep. so no reason at all to. Overreact. I know that it's game one. A lot of people are talking about the Lakers. They lose. Russell Westbrook doesn't look good. If this happened on game, like, 42, no one would mention it. Yeah. It would not. I mean, we honestly would not even bring it up in the show. It wouldn't be on Center. Nobody would be asking LeBron James or Anthony Davis, like, hey, how did Russell Westbrook uh, feel about <laughs> not shooting well. Well, guess what? This is who he's been his entire career, so nobody gives a shit. Like, they're just trying to figure out how to play. I mean, this is a very new team uh, and a very old team as well. But you're bringing in guys like Carmelo Anthony. Uh, you're bringing in guys like Russell Westbrook for the Lakers. It, it's not going to look good, but you know, game one overreactions. It was fun to see NBA back on TV and. I think I started to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know if you saw their rings that they got. I didn't, actually. Pretty dope. Really? Yep. I'm not a big, like, look at the championship ring, look at the, you know, Super Bowl ring. Those were pretty cool. The top comes off. We've seen that before with some of these Super Bowl yep. rings. The top comes off, and then it can turn into, like, uh, a chain. Like you, you wear it as a necklace. Ooh, that is dope. I, I think that's a trend that's got to continue. Oh, for me, for at sure. least.
1: Yeah, because you're not carrying around it. You're not gonna wear that massive ass ring all the time.
0: No, no. It, but I mean, wearing it around your neck would be cool. I even said when I uh, got married the first time that I didn't want to wear a ring. Like, let me wear like a watch that signals, "Hey, this guy's married" or something. Yeah. Like wearing a ring is just—it's a weird thing to do. Something I—I I don't think I'll ever do again, so unless I'm, I'm looking I can win a right Super now. Bowl or something. They even have like a QR code on it. I, yeah, I saw that, but I didn't under, I didn't read what it was for. Like, what you, are you just scanning? watched the highlights. That's pretty
1: dope, too. Maybe you can watch your highlights from the... What if you're sitting on the bench the whole time? <laughs>
0: Whoa! <laughs> That's they, your highlight. They have, like, two plays. It's like, oh, okay, this is you checking in. <laughs> <laughs> of, you know, game three of the semifinals. There you are. Have fun. Man, that is a dope-looking ring, though. Even the video that they made of it. Mm-hmm. I was also very impressed. I mean, away from the rings. They were cool. But also with the way that the Bucs played yeah. last night. Like I said, they jump out to a big lead. It's only game one, but I, I do feel like this was a big game one when you're going up against a, a team like the Nets. Obviously, no Kyrie Irving last night. I don't think that we will see him for a while. But Kevin Durant comes out, drops 32 points, 11 rebounds. Was the Kevin Durant that I think we both expected to see. It was so good last night. So good from uh, three from the field. Uh, but it was—it came down to who can stop Giannis, and I don't know that we have an answer for that. Giannis drops 32 points, 14 rebounds, seven assists, uh, also picked up a steal and two blocks. Uh, I know that we talked about how this might be Kevin Durant's league. It might be Giannis'. Yeah, we, uh, we spoke way too soon on that. Yep, I, I think we assumed that maybe Kevin Durant would have a little bit of a year, like a little gap between LeBron and Giannis. I just don't know if he's going to, especially if Giannis is able to shoot at all. And last yeah. night he went 7 of 9 from the free throw line as well. That was a little bit of a struggle. I heard him talking on the broadcast how they shortened it, mm-hmm. and that's something that we talked about. Just don't time. give yourself
1: so much time to think.
0: Why are you taking just, 12 seconds to think about a free one, throw? Just one, two, push that sucker to the basket.
1: Yeah. like Don't even shoot it. Just push it. Just put it in that gentle direction. He if just, it falls, awesome. If it don't, move on to it. Yeah. You can score
0: at will. Who cares about free throws? And I mean, we all him, do, but still. Yeah, I mean. That Nick needs Simmons. to be your mindset, yeah. <laughs> with him, he almost just needs to catch and shoot. Like when the, the referee bounce passes that ball to you, <laughs> two steps, Pull-up jumper. You know what? I've never, like,
1: why don't people just throw it as hard as they can? Not as hard as they can, but just throw it at the backboard and just bank in every shot.
0: Not enough people using the
1: board. Dude.
0: On free throws.
1: Once I figure out that rhythm, I'm 10 for 10, dog.
0: So, I have two daughters. You just push it to the backboard. Uh As you know. Uh, they're 7 and 9 mm-hmm. They're pretty into basketball Like that's kind of their sport They've started uh, we'll to We'll see if they're good at it or not Are but they're they both like playing play. this year? No Just nope. the oldest Gotcha And I was trying to teach her Like hey She's almost 5 feet tall And she's a 9 year old She's got height yeah. And I was trying to teach her To use the backboard I was like If you just hit it in this square It's going to go in but she's also very literal. So no matter where she is, she's chucking that bastard to the backboard almost as hard as she can. So I'm like, hey, baby Shaq, calm down. You don't have to do that all the time. But uh, from the free throw line, I I think it might be tough just so dead on. It's really not. It takes a lot of talent, dog.
1: (laughs) Where's the basket at? Cunningham Park, coming to you soon. Yeah, which is a real part. It it is. It's mine. Is it, though? Yeah, I went out there and beat a guy in one-on-one the other day. (laughs) <laughs>
0: you did not
1: The hell I didn't <laughs> When? Uh, was it last Wednesday? Yeah
0: mm-hmm. I did Congratulations On Was this the, the homeless person you were driving around the other no. day? No <laughs> I saw
1: freaking Matt's tweet too by the way And he was like Man could you imagine being homeless In big countries giving you a motivational speech And all you want a sandwich You know what I saved It wasn't even a motivational speech It was like You better not waste my fucking time and money That I just gave you here For the last hour I
0: can picture it though like, if you're out there, you're struggling, you're hungry, and, like, all you want is, they like... They didn't even want food.
1: They they wanted to shower and clothes and a new shoe. <laughs>
0: just one? Yeah. Already had she a shoe. She gets
1: in the car, and she's like, yeah, my shoe's just broken. And she, like, just fucking picks her leg up, takes the bottom of her sole, and just, like, flicks it. So, this is and bad I just podcasting, watched.
0: but is this the same lady that we see all the time? Nope. Nope. I knew better than
1: that. Not the one okay. with the giant teddy bear. She's got a teddy bear now. Beyond repair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's found her significant other in the teddy
0: bear or is there in actually the teddy t- bear, <laughs> yeah i mean she's
1: dragging that thing down 20th bro like she's there they're together for life anybody Until who's ever been to joplin knows exactly group. who we're talking about uh no. no but yeah it was one of those i did my part that's what i told her. i was like i'm doing my part now you do yours you have what you need to get things figured out please do it i was like because if i see you out here again I'm never going to help you. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking my fucking <laughs> shoes back and my backpack. Cause it's my favorite backpack.
0: That would be a hilarious video <laughs> if it weren't real. Yeah. Like, obviously, <laughs> joking. Yeah. But like.
1: Is that my freaking backpack? You didn't call your mom? <laughs> you
0: tackling a homeless lady <laughs> to take her shoes back uh, would be fantastic. I even got her the cool time. <laughs> Oh, did you? Walmart, but yes, yeah, still. Mm-hmm.
1: Walmart's got some dope shoes, dog. Uh yeah, I again. Father Let's get back too. to let's get back to this podcast. What are you talking Why? about, baby? Shack, baby? Shack, your yeah. daughter. Mm-hmm. Did you actually call her baby? Shack? No, goes she. Shaq? Uh,
0: so she got into basketball last year a, a lot, and then we watched the college basketball finals. And she thought Drew Timmy was like the funniest person she's ever seen in her life. Oh, the old mustache. The old mustache. Yeah. And so she, I mean, thought that it looked absolutely ridiculous. But at the same time, as like, hey, watch this dude set a screen. <laughs> yeah. That's what your big ass needs to do. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she is a giant. She's like Yao Ming's daughter or something. Uh, but not. But white. So Sean Bradley. <laughs> uh, but I, we were watching Gonzaga play. And she loved Drew Timmy. And then I let her stay up late the night that Jalen Suggs hit the game winner. Yeah. And she saw me lose my mind over like, oh my God, that's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And so she was kind of hooked on basketball then. So she does the Drew Timmy s- <laughs> the celebration. <laughs> <laughs> like She has a mustache. I'm waiting for her to break it out during a game. I hope she does. That'd if be she hilarious. gets like a big rebound or a block or anything, I don't know if she'll score any points. It's not really her game. But if she does... I bet she's going to do it. <laughs> it's in. The, she's probably programmed herself and doesn't even realize it. No, she has. That's the thing. Is that she'll do it. Like if she makes a long shot when we're out playing, she'll hit the Timmy celebration <laughs> with the mustache. So I do think that it's like it's in her subconscious now. Like that's what I do when I do something good. <laughs> yeah, it, she's my daughter. She's doing how after I can spelling it? tests. I got 100%. Hell yeah. (laughs) Probably. She's very incredibly smart, which is great. Uh, We'll see how good she is at basketball. I hope she never never listens to this podcast. But how about the Warriors? Also, uh, a team that we haven't talked about yet, actually won the game last night. And without Klay Thompson, without James Wiseman, I thought they looked very impressive. Even Steph Curry comes out after the game, dropped a triple-double, and was still like, nah, I didn't didn't play well. Which... Uh, He didn't play as well as he could have, but they still come away with a win, which I think is very important. I think it also just kind of sets the tone for your season when you can beat a team like the Lakers on game one. It was important. And again, I mean, we talked about him yesterday. I do think that the Warriors can be like a low key team for the NBA finals to make some noise in the Western Conference. Oh, absolutely. And I mean,
1: like you said, with the way they played last night and it wasn't even really. I don't want to say, like, not the big stars, but, I mean, the fact that you're able to have guys come off the bench and score with absolute ease. I mean, you know, is back, scores 12 points. I
0: forgot he was there.
1: I forgot he went back as well, to be completely honest with you. And then uh, I don't even know how you say his name. He's like a 32-year-old dude. He's foreign. Comes in, scores 15 points off the bench as well. Yeah. (laughs) If the Warriors can do this, huh? That guy. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. But I don't I, want to try to botch your name. No, I, I can't I, even I say don't your first name, bub. Either. But, but 15 points off the bench. That's what again. If you're the Warriors, that's perfect. That's what every other team's searching for. Guys that come off the bench and give you double-digit performance and keep everything rolling.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think what's going to be very important for both these teams in the Western Conference, the Warriors and the Lakers, is trying to figure out how to play with a full roster. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it going to look like when Wiseman gets healthy and you know, Clay Thompson? I thought he was going to be ready for last night. It looks like it's going to be like another month until he's ready. Obviously, you don't want to force this situation. Yeah. There's so many games uh, in the regular season. The Warriors I mean, last year were in a spot to where they needed every game. But with Klay Thompson getting him ready later in the season, I think it's going to be more important, but then also figuring out, all right, it's been 2 years since we've played with Klay Thompson on this lineup. You know, a yeah. lot of these guys and Andrew Wiggins, uh, James Wiseman haven't played with him before. And so what's that going to look like once he is healthy? And I I do think the Lakers, a lot of their struggle is the same thing of, okay, we had a couple preseason games, but it's going to take more than that to figure out, especially with them, like who's handling the ball late in the games. What does – what's that offense look like when LeBron's running the point versus when Russell Westbrook is running the point? Because they might be two totally different teams, honestly, which could be good to give you different looks depending on who has the ball. And also, you know, where does Anthony Davis fit into the situation? Uh, I did see that he was putting up a, a couple threes last night. He's good. He's a good three-point shooter. Them made one. <laughs> he goes one of five, uh, but also two of seven from the free throw line. A little bit of the yips last night. He, now, when you drop 33 points, people tend to not complain about how well <laughs> yeah. you shot. Uh, but it was a little bit of a struggle shooting the ball. But he's still very good. And if he is healthy and motivated, I, I think he's easily a top five player. Yeah. And that's with LeBron, Giannis, Kevin Durant. Like, I, he's so good when he's there and on. Mm-hmm. We saw it in the playoffs last year. He, he took over for a couple games. <laughs> and then it kind of dipped out. And it was like, all right, Anthony Davis is nowhere to be found yep. once again. Uh, another guy that's nowhere to be found is yeah your favorite player, Ben Simmons. I know you love talking about Ben Simmons. But, I mean, the saga just continues. We were talking about him yesterday. Doc Rivers kicks him out of practice. Yep. Because he refuses to do a defensive drill. He's just being lackadaisical. Yep. Refuses to be in the team huddle. But the news that I saw yesterday, which is just phenomenal, it's the gift that keeps on giving, is that he was actually spotted at a strip club after he got kicked (laughs) out of practice. Like, this dude is looking at that James Harden playbook and being like, what do I need to do? He's just flipping through it like, okay, strip club is the next. (laughs) That's what I need to do to get out of town. Uh, I'm going to take my practice jersey. I'm going to give it to them. They'll hang it up in the rafters of the strip club. And then maybe you can send me off somewhere else because this dude, he wants nothing to do with Philadelphia. Yeah. And the 76ers have nothing to do with him.
1: Except for the strip club. He's got that. Yeah. The 76ers. I did see someone, uh, a female had responded. I don't know. She was maybe a dancer at the, the same club or whatever. But she was like, uh, I'm actually here, and he's not. And I was like, well, is he somewhere where you can't see him? Like, this dude can't afford, like,
0: some private this, dances. Yeah, <laughs> like He's not clubs. just going to
1: walk in and be sitting there freaking
0: front row. Yeah, perv row yeah, with like, everyone's pyramid like, of oh dollars. like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah this ain't Pat's Lounge. <laughs> or, you know, maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, that's, I've never been to the one in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, Pat's Lounge, Pittsburgh, Kansas. Not the best strip club I've ever <laughs> been to. But I, I do think you're right. It's like, well, is he there or is he not seen? Like, Those yeah. could be different. If you're VIP, I, I have a feeling you could be put in a room where you're not going to be seen. But at the same time, someone's going to see you and be like, he's here. I got him. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're not going to miss a 6'10 guy. Like, right. What's he play? Yeah. That's, is that Simmons?
0: And the whole phone in his pocket, too. Like, just how obnoxious do you got to I be can't even in? imagine like a high school kid doing that. Like, I can imagine a high school kid doing it like, whoops, I forgot. Just because they're dumb. Yeah. This is an NBA player. I mean. With a big-ass phone in his pocket, too. Yes, yeah, so it was, the hell is like, that? sticking
1: out of his pocket. Like, maybe get some bigger pockets on his shorts or get a smaller phone. But my yep. other thing, too, with it was, how can you look at your coach, like Doc Rivers, and tell him no?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who's won a championship. I mean, is a championship-level coach. Has coached yep. some greats. Been all over the NBA. Knows everything. And you look at him and say, no.
0: Exactly. Twice, Yeah. Like, get out of here, kid. And I thought Doc Rivers handled it pretty well in the media, too, of, like, you know, saying there were some disagreements and then just kind of told him to leave practice. Yeah. I'm sure that's how it happened. I would have been irate, dude. I wonder what happens with him and Joel Embiid and when it, like, actually comes to blows. When they play each other. I mean, if he comes into that lane, Joel Embiid, I think it happens before that. If he continues to practice and pull this bullshit,
1: you think so? Yeah. Because and B, I mean, he said yesterday in the press conference, he's like, I just
0: don't care about that man anymore. Exactly. Like, I could care less. So when he does come back, he's been suspended one game. Mm-hmm. So when he does come back, he, he'll miss tonight's game. There's a whole slate of NBA games yep. tonight that are pretty good. Uh, so when he comes back, I believe they have a game on Friday. guess like, he practicing Thursday? Is he going to play on Friday? Ho- they're hoping he's probably traded by them. I, I think that a lot of people are. Yeah. Everyone is hoping that he's going to be traded
1: by then. But I hope when whoever he is traded to, whenever they face the 76ers, I hope he just Ben Simmons is dumb enough to go into the lane and Joel and B just elbows him right in the he's throat, not in the cheap, face, yeah. not in the chest. I mean, straight in the throat. He's kind of a cheap shotter too. He can't be. He'll do some stuff. Yeah, I mean, he might injure himself in the process. But you
0: better believe you're getting something. <laughs> uh huh. I was, I was looking at some of these trade packages uh, ESPN put out. Uh, an article on, like, possibilities on where he could go for Ben Simmons. And, man, like, maybe I just have a really bad perspective of who Ben Simmons is. (laughs) But I'm looking at all of these trades and being like, that's way too much. That's (laughs) way too much. I saw a trade uh, proposal that they have for, you know, the Superstar Swap with Portland. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking – Oh, we're calling CJ McCollum a superstar. <laughs> uh, okay. No, they're actually suggesting that maybe, you know, Ben Simmons and a couple players for Damian Lillard. Absolutely not. If I'm Portland. I mean, There's do you just no think Portland's dumb? Exactly. And that's where I come back to my am I wrong? Am I way too low on Ben Simmons to think that he could, you know, be in this trade? But I he's nowhere even near the player that Damian Lillard is. So to even Suggest moving him to Portland for Damian Lillard just seems like, honestly, is it seems pretty dumb. Like like, if we want to have discussions about C.J. McCollum, I think there is some discussion to be had there. But I don't even know that you know you're giving a guy like Chauncey Billups and Damian Lillard. You, you go into these guys and saying, "Hey, how do you feel about bringing in Ben Simmons?" Yeah, I can't imagine anybody being like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." There, you know, there's trade offers for uh, teams like the Kings. They're bad, but like maybe Bobby, Buddy healed. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I would not give up De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons. No chance I'm doing that.
1: No. But I mean, like, with that trade that you're talking about, they would, like, the Kings would get Ben Simmons and then the 76ers give away Buddy Healed, Tyrese Halliburton, and then Marvin Bagley, the third.
0: No. Yeah. Like, that's just, <laughs> I like would, why are you giving away
1: three core players of your team to for get, a guy who can't fucking score and who has Officially. zero motivation to get better? I mean, that's the other part, too. Is like, it's not like he's going to come in, and then all of a sudden the light's going to, like, the, the switch is going to flip. I don't think going to put a
0: chip on his shoulder to where he's like, oh, I'm going to work my ass off and prove you wrong.
1: If he's not doing
0: that already in
1: Philadelphia, when you're hearing it from the entire fan base, mm-hmm. you're hearing it from ownership. You're hearing it from your team, it's like, we want you here. Like, we, we're trying to build this around you. And your mindset is still, I want to go to LA and just hang out. Mm-hmm. Like you're not cut out for this, cool. dude. Here's Sacramento. Exactly. <laughs> like, and if if he does go somewhere else and it works out, good for him. That's awesome. It's just going to be annoying that you couldn't make it work in Philly when you had teammates and actual athletes around you.
0: Yeah, good team. It's uh, like he just wants
1: group. to go to a, a contender and win. It's like and, you're not good enough for that, dude. Yeah,
0: he almost wants to, you know, latch on and not have that pressure and like maybe that would be what's best for him is going to a team like the kings where there's not that pressure you're not getting everybody's eyeballs on you because you're an actual good team you know but like if he goes to portland he's still gonna have a lot of pressure they're probably a playoff team but you know teams like uh cleveland you know maybe sending him to to the Cleveland for one of their guys that they have a point guard.
1: They have it listed in here, like, Kevin Love. But, like, pff, is Kevin Love worth it anymore? Yeah, like, why would you want? But maybe that's beneficial for the 76ers because then you can take Kevin Love and go, okay, hey, we have a player that can actually bring some
0: decent value to your and team in the Love locker room. And also, Kevin Love doesn't seem like he wants to be in Cleveland. I don't blame him. Yeah, you I know, know who really does. Yeah, a couple of clips last year of him maybe not giving best effort there. Probably time for him to move on. As well, but I mean, he like, really got stuck there after LeBron, yeah. He got like, I feel well. It was I think he was a, he was a free agent <laughs> and then like re upped in Cleveland, but yeah, also but, it's like, are you really gonna leave? When I bet it was one of those goals? deals where
1: it was like, I'm gonna re up, but then you're gonna trade my ass, <laughs> yeah. and they didn't trade his ass, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just stuck there. You know, playing with all those big guys that they have in Cleveland. And one more trade that I wanted to mention because I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. Is the Chicago Bulls who uh I'm I'm kind of a fan of. Yeah. I I really hope that they're I've good. I've been like a quiet Bulls fan. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, ever since my childhood I've just wanted them to be good. When Derrick Rose was there winning MVPs, I was excited yeah. about it. Yeah, now Zach Rose Levine everything. is there and things are starting to look Alex Caruso. Up. Exactly. I'm calling him White Mike. Huh? <laughs> Alex Caruso. Leading the Chicago Bulls back to glory. Uh, <coughs> that'll White catch him. White like Mike. It. Anytime he has a dunk. Uh, I actually tried to put that on my Instagram uh, for my Instagram story, and it got taken down. Can I not call someone White Mike? Is that too much?
1: Is that what you call your brother?
0: You got a brother named Mike. Yeah, I know, but he's not the White Michael Jordan.
1: No, but that, you should start definitely calling him <laughs> White. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's
1: going to have that new electric wheelchair. Zoom, zoom, bitch. Uh-huh,
0: but it's, I don't know why it got removed. Or maybe it was just a, a fluke thing. But it, maybe, it got removed from the story. Maybe someone reported it. Could have you bastards if you did. Uh, I'm gonna do it again. Uh, but I did see a trade Chicago Bulls involved with the Ben Simmons stuff, and it's Zach Levine and Derek Jones Jr. for Ben Simmons. What are you smoking if you're doing this trade? <laughs> Get, send it to me. <laughs> I was gonna say share it. I want it <laughs> because if you are sitting on your couch somewhere thinking that this is a possible trade. Uh, yeah, send that to me because Zach Levine <laughs> is so much better than Ben Simmons. Uh, the only people that would be like, yep, that sounds good to me are hardcore 76ers fans or you work in the front office because you are absolutely screwing the Chicago Bulls in this trade. It's, it's stupid.